Hey, yo, what's up? I'm Kim. This is Keisha. And we the What Up Do Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it's a beautiful, beautiful Friday afternoon out here in Detroit, Michigan. It's 116 Eastern Time, so that means it's 1216 Central Time. So what's up, Keisha? You know how you feel? Feeling great. I'm feeling great. Um, it's nice outside. Yeah, ain't you surprised by this weather? Yeah, well, they said this week we was gonna have some um hot weather because it was some humid weather. We barely could take it in the room. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. This week, but it's going down like probably in the 60s next week. One tell you what I love about it. What? Only part I really love about it is that we have warm days and cool nights. Ain't nothing like a cool night when that. Wind blowing yeah, in, and it's but, enough to make you, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, you know, that's good sleeping right there. Good sleeping right there. It's oh, perfect yeah. weather. You know, even though I kind of feel like Scrooge because while well, everybody happy, I'm kind of upset because I don't want my winter to be cut short. Really? You think the, well, I think the summer was cut short. You think so? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, you know, we got a few hot days. A few? Yeah, a few hot days. I'm talking about the human hot days. We got a few of those. Nah. Uh, tell you, because if we would have had more of those hot days, we wouldn't have just just chilled around. We would have went on out to the park. You know, like Chandler Park, for y'all don't know. Eastside. They got their little water park going on over there. Or oh, go to the beach on Bella. Yeah. Remember the beach? Oh, my God. Oh. I remember going out there cruising. You ain't even have to ask to go up. You ain't even have to pay. Now, when you go get your place, they want to know if you want to get that mug on there. I was like, what? Pay to go where? Right. Bella? I was like, I couldn't do it, y'all. I just couldn't do it because I'm so used to it being free. For all y'all don't know that never been to Detroit, uh, Belle is like a little island that's connected on to Detroit, like right by downtown Detroit. And I'm talking about back in the day, that was the funnest place. Oh, Still to this day, great. that was my favorite place to go hang at was Belle oh, yeah. Did you know they used to have a spot like, like where everybody used to cruise around it? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It used to be a spot, though. They don't have it no more. I think they turned it into like an aquarium now because it didn't used to be an aquarium over there. Mm-hmm. And then we had the zoo. Everybody didn't know about Detroit. We had the zoo in Detroit. We did not have it. In Royal Oak. In Royal Oak. We had a zoo in Detroit. All the animals, lions, all that stuff. We had all that, but... Uh, hey, they probably moved the niggas so scantless, dude, that they probably telling, came tried and tried to steal the animal or something. <laughs> tried to steal a bear, and then they steal the bear and killed them. Hey, hey, can you imagine? I could see a, uh, uh, one of these things out here. Hey, hey my man. nigga, when about his tiger. I got a giraffe and a tiger. What's up? Nigga, what's going on? Nigga? Well, man, Give me 50 for both. They had this little, like, it's like a little restaurant. You know, mm-hmm. like, when you get your hot food and stuff. Well, cars just part. It was some pizza that was so amazing. I tell you, if you ever been on the island, you had to try it. I hate that it's gone. Like for real, for real. It was so, so nice. Some good pizza on the island. Yes, it was some good pizza. They had pizza, burgers, fries, all that stuff. Everybody used to stop over there. It's like right before you get to the boats and stuff over there. Man, it was it was the place to be. You but know now what I'm they made it to an aquarium. It's like a little small aquarium. You walk around like one time 
you ain't gonna get tired because it's so small. It's just one time and then that's it. But it's nice. It's nice. It's nice. But I miss that. I miss that. Spot. It's like Detroit is a land that got like is a city right now. It look like a third world country because every other you got some blocks out here that's just straight up vacant. You know what I'm saying? Well, to the point is, we can't, you get nervous when your kid's outside or, you know, like Kashan, he's 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? But at a certain time, you get nervous because, oh, yeah. hey, walking home, first off. And it started to get dark. It's, it's y'all very know, it dark. It started to get dark now. Like they said, the time don't change until what, next month? Well, it starts right now, though. I mean, you know, far it really as starts because the now. season changes, right? They, but they don't, they don't push forth in it until next month. You but know, I'm talking about change. the darkness of the streets, like yeah, they cut. I'm trying to tell you, walking so through Detroit is like walking through Thriller. Y'all do a cutbacks. You see how that little yeah. lights is? We used to have big lights, and I'm um. Them lights used to be so big, it was like when you walk past, the whole neighborhood would see you because we had big-ass lights. Right. Now you got a small light, so when you see all these bushes and stuff, it's still dark. So anything can come out on you. You know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's scary. Well, you know they say a lot of the, um, the Asians is, you know, in China and all that, been buying up a lot of Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I think they're trying to run a plan, what they call that, gentrification to run us out and bring like the upper class. Well, I don't and, know because then they got you know they trying they got to fight with the white people because the white people. That's what but no 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 I'm saying they trying to set up and prepare for the upper white class yeah, that's to come they move there. They want to push they, us out, right? They want to push us out. You see, like where I used to stay at on Garland, it used to be like all, nothing but houses. Houses next door to house. Like, you were so close to a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, it's so much space. Like, you got lots. You got houses that need to be torn down. Like, in the city of Detroit, I wish people would come out like they used to do with their little tablet and say, look, just like how people want to, I want you to vote for me. I want you to, I'm, I'm trying to be mayor. Uh-huh. Why can't a person go up and have petition for everybody to sign so... Something like this, like, can this house be torn down? Can we build up? I know it's expensive to keep apart, but when you leave outside of Detroit, what do you see? You see beautiful. You see parks. You see places where them people be able to walk. They ain't even got to drive nowhere. They can walk wherever they need to go. Half of the time when we when we drive out, that's what you see. Be honest, I, I, I feel like... We, I feel like they don't even care about Detroit. No, no, I don't Me, see... I do. See, it, it's a problem. For me, when it's always, I hear a lot of people say they, they, but we got to start with, that's like, that's like if our house messed up, you know what I'm saying? We blaming somebody else. When, because it's, when it's our fault. It's us. We yeah. have to clean up our, we get mad because somebody come in and throw trash on the ground. But if you don't respect your home, nobody, nobody is. will. Nobody will. And that's the truth. And if you don't get your... And, and that's just like your kids see what you do. Because if you allow it, that's what's going to happen and it can continue. So I totally agree with you on that. And the same thing, like, what we, we don't... I feel like... And like I said, if anybody ever talked to me in person or anything else, a lot of people know that uh, I'm very, very critical on on music other day because I respect 
I don't feel that that there's no stronger form than music when it comes to communication, whether it's sub, whether it's blatantly or indirectly. You know what I'm saying? Subliminal messages. I believe that's like right now. You could take the biggest actor, the biggest actor, and put him next to the biggest uh, musician. And tell the crowd to run to your favorite. They're gonna to run to the to the to the music artist every time because you know what I'm saying. Like, like uh, let's say this: the actor will have to take two hours in the film to convey what that artist do in a three minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little song session. I believe that 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 when it comes to our people that they kind of zombie fighters because they're constantly killing our conscience in music. We don't care no more. Look, I was just looking at something. I was just showing you where Future, it was an interview that he did back in the day on This Is 50, where he actually said that, well, you know, nowadays I got to dumb down my lyrics. Back in our day, people would get offended because if I got to dumb down, I'm talking to a dummy. You know what I'm saying? But people would listen to that and still go buy the music or still support. And it's been many artists to say that. Like, look, I try to put this out, but the record label want me to put this out. And 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 to me it's a reason for it. There's no there's no accident that when gangster when crack came out, gangster rap came right along with it. You know what I'm saying? They've been knowing the power of music. I want to tell you who, who deeply believed in music and subliminal messages. Uh, Hitler. Yeah, Adolf Hitler. He was very off much into sending subliminal messages and everything else. And look how he had that country sold up. He had people... That was a scandalous motherfucker. Amanda, some people call him the, uh, one of the antichrists. They say that three antichrists will come before the return of the Savior. That's what they say in the Bible, whether you believe it or not. But a lot of people believe that Adolf Hitler was. He had a whole country sitting back watching as they starved people to death. He had human, human um, ovens that they, he would make the Jews and stuff walk in. You know what I'm saying? What did he use to do that? Music or television. If, if you gave me right now, you say, Kim, uh, you got, you can, I, I'm going to give you an opportunity to take over the world, but you got to, you got to choose one form to do it. I'm going to choose music every time. I control your radio. I control you. You know what I'm saying? For real, do it the way we if dress. If not music, if not music, then definitely electronics. Because if you notice, um, like phones and stuff. Phones. I definitely want to uh, touch that issue. Is that um, more people, including ourselves, will stay in a phone majority of all day if you if you allow it. If you do not catch it, I have to catch myself sometimes. I gotta catch myself. You're right. You so much into the phone. It's it, it got so bad. Like you so into the phone that now there is no communication no more. 
Right. You know, it's no, it's no eye contact no more. Is my dad used to say, if you talking to me, give me the respect to look at me as an eye contact. If I'm on my phone texting or whatever, but I'm still talking to you, yeah, we could do two things at once. But at the same time, the respect factor, the respect factor, and the fact of now I can sit on my porch. I can tell you how many children walk past with the with the cell phone in their hand and will be down there. The whole time to finally they realize, like, just for example, yesterday, boy walked past, he always speak to him. Walk past had his phone directly in his hand and his eyes directly on him. I'll say, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to see how long did it take for him to realize that I'm, you know, getting, I'm looking at him. But at the same time, I'm going to see how long it takes for him to say something. He looked a glance out of the corner of his eye because he never looked up. And he said, oh, hey, Miss Keisha. I said, I was just wondering how long it would take you. I was going to speak. I said, but I seen you was kind of busy. But that's how it is nowadays. All of our children, this this electronic right here is so oh, dangerous. dangerous. It it's is. Dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. I used to say, um, if I lost my phone, it's like cutting my artery out. One of your, your, yeah. Your, yeah. your main artery, you know, your main, the juggler. You know what I'm saying? Like... That's like one of your, your what you gotta live with. I said I gotta stop saying that because you put that in the atmosphere. That's what you'll believe. If this phone gone tomorrow, it's gone. It has no ties with me, but what I put in it. Right. At the end of the day, I still had the same thing. I had to think about what I put in this phone. So therefore, my brain got all all the knowledge is up here in your brain. Down here. You have to put it down, like writing it on paper. But you never forget it. You never forget it. No, you don't. You just you just get lazy with like, oh, I don't know. Like sometimes I can't. I'm like, I don't know his number. But if I really thought about it, I know everybody's number because I have to program it. I, I don't know nobody's number no more. Right. That's what we say. But look, that's what we say. That's what we say, though. That's what our minds are telling us. We say that we don't know, but you do. Because guess what? Only you can put that information in this phone. The phone can't do it for you unless you go to the store and then they do the what's yeah, name, but, 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 but you have, still have to remember We used to have numbers. repetition. You know what I'm saying? A dialing it, you have repetition. It's no you more, still not, have it. No, I'm talking about the only thing you do now is just hit the contact, hit the name. You don't not matter. necessarily, though, Kim, because you're not... When's the last time that you sit down and you, and you every dial? Every time, though. Every time I have to... Every time when I get a new phone or whatever, I don't go to the company. All right, tell me my number say, right now. I can't, listen, listen, don't put me no, on. Tell, tell me my number. <laughs> listen, listen, no. listen, listen. Don't, don't put me on blast right now. You know No, you see you looking at your phone. <laughs> but I'm just saying, look, okay, right there you call me. But what, right. saying, but what I'm saying is the phone has to have some of me in it in order for it to program all my data. My data is actually up here. So you just choose not to use it. We choose not to use it. Really think about this seriously. You choose not to use it. But when you put that data down, it's automatically up here. You just choose not to use it. I'm not sure what you're saying, but you feel what I'm saying? But but it was the repetition back in the day. We don't we don't we don't exercise that no more. We just Right and it get weaker. And we just, to the point, just hit our we phone. Just said it. Hey, just said it. I don't know no Call my wife. Right. And then it, right, and then just do it. Yeah, it's making a, a lazier, and more. Yeah, what, what, what's the new phone coming out? 
out the the uh, iPhone, iPhone 11. 11. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm there, y'all. I'm so there to get it. I want that. Say, look at that. Like, now you talking about it, it, but you. Don't. I'm talking about it, but I want it. And the reason why I want it, I'm still gonna do the same thing I do with all my phones. Is I'm gonna put the data in the phone myself, but. What I like about that phone, it got three cameras. I'm a camera fanatic. I love taking pictures of all types of stuff. So, therefore, that's what I really use my phone for, that and shopping. So, for three cameras, and the way it is, it's out cold. Y'all got to take a look at it. Hey, look. I be seeing up on uh, Facebook, right? Uh -huh. I see a lot of, especially the sisters, you know. I hate to say I don't got too many white girls in that no more. Page, not wow. by. I'm talking about people that I know. Um, you know, only two is a few of them. But I've been seeing a lot of sisters post up about trying oh, hard to find a good man. Oh, you know, they write all this lonely shit. But if you go to Walmart, you go to the stores, when can a nigga approach y'all? Because y'all got your phone in your hand or y'all talking. In the, how we know you whoa, ain't whoa, talking whoa, to your whoa, man? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I ain't talking about for you. I'm talking about no, for No, no, I'm talking about for the ladies. Hold up, hold up, because you you are setting it for the for the fellas. So I have to set the example for the ladies. When is it good when y'all hanging with your boys, or then y'all all on your phone? So it go vice versa. No, but let me say this. It go vice versa, let me say this. Bro. Let me say this. This is a real issue. It's more women. That be on the phone in the stores than a man. Not necessarily true, but you know what? We're gonna disagree to disagree, but to know, disagree <laughs> to disagree. What the fuck is <laughs> but listen, but listen, I got a challenge that me and my husband gonna do because we do go shopping and everything else. We're going because that's a perfect. I, I I like that. I like that. That's a perfect uh, game changer right there that we could do. I think we got a project right here. Because well, we go to the stores and stuff like that. I think we should look around. Well, listen, see. stop saying it for somebody. Stop it. <laughs> okay, well, we got to do, we got to do, uh, we got to do a project. No, but, but that's I'm just, just saying. That's and just, then we can see who is what. Men, we're going to say men versus women. And we're going to see how many we see. We're going to see. Man, every other, every Okay, we'll woman. see. We can disagree to disagree. Disagree. What is disagree to disagree? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know that is a, a, a deep issue. Oh, hey, yeah. what about that? Um, oh, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm no, no, gonna, go ahead. What you was about to say? Oh, I was gonna say, um, what about those uh, cigarettes in that? Um, damn, you read my mind. That's what I was about yeah, to get up on. That's so. a, yeah, you remember? Yeah, I remember you was telling me about that. Um, because I was telling you, I know the other day. I'm, yeah, the other day, uh, one of our neighbors was having some hookah. I've never had hookah, y'all. and But it smelled like cotton candy. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm going to have to try it. And then my fiance like, uh, no, you don't try that. You don't try that. I was like, why? Like, it's not good for you. It's not good. And so you was telling me about it. Well, the reason why is, um, you know, uh, when I went through 2013, you know, almost... I died having, you know, 15, end up having 15 um, stomach surgeries. And before they even started my operation, they, they all, I almost died because they couldn't get 
the uh, tube down to incubate, you know, the anesthesia. They couldn't get that down my throat. And it was because it was so much phlegm on my throat. Now, on that, prior to that day, like for about nine months, I stopped smoking cigarettes. And I thought I was doing a more healthy alternative. I was smoking e-cigarettes. Matter oh, of fact. Oh, the little lighter things that look like. Yeah, blue. Okay. And it got the oil. No, this talking about the oil. oil. This one okay. you just go and kind of turn it. With the, oh, okay. With and the, then you just get the puff in. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, there's like $10. But one is like the equivalent of a whole pack of cigarettes. Wow. You know what I'm saying? And at the time I was getting for Lolo um, from a store I was going to in Lansing. And I thought that I was doing a more healthy alternative. When I came, I, you know, I ended up going into a coma. While I was in the coma, they had to clean off my lungs for a week because of the phlegm. When I woke up, the doctor said, wow, they were still messed up about what could have caused this. So I say, I was like, look, I say, I stopped smoking cigarettes. I say, I started smoking uh, e-cigarettes. And he said, you know something? He said, they don't have uh, FDA. We don't know about those. He said, I'm about to tell you something that I never told a patient before in my life. He said, but if you got to smoke, go smoke a cigarette. Please don't pick up one of those e-cigarettes again. And you know what I'm saying? It messed up. You know, at the time, I was doing, you know, I was, you know, uh, I, I could rap. I ain't gonna say I was a rapper, but I could rap. You know, I would sing, and it affected both of my voices. Even when I work out, you know what I'm saying? I don't worked out, you know, since I was young, and it affects the way I work out. You know what I'm saying? My breathing pattern while I'm working out. And I'll tell you what's crazy, right? Now that we go to that, right? And I got a a Facebook page. I choose not to put a lot of ignorance but on my get, Facebook. But you get a lot of ignorance. No, to be honest, I get like I get like um like with the e-cigarettes. I told my experience through the e-cigarette about the e-cigarettes and I was warning people. Not just Facebook, I was warning people in person too. When I saw them doing hookahs and everything else, people looked at me like I was absolutely crazy. I wrote down, I mean, you know, I posted up about my experience with e-cigarettes. I ain't get a like or a comment. But now that the media said, and this was like five or six years ago I was telling people this. Now it's all over Facebook. Now the same people that ignored my shit, now, you know what I'm saying, looked at me like I was crazy. Now they posting like they never heard this stuff before. Well, what y'all really did here, y'all just didn't want it. They didn't want it here. But listen, I'll be telling people, go back and look at my post from the time I started. To be honest, from the time I got out of that coma. I actually see life different. And sometimes I see things or I get a strong feeling about something before it happened. And it's something that I really didn't have or I wasn't in touch with before my coma. You know what I'm saying? Even the last time, you know, we ain't going to get off into it, but the last time I seen your father, I told you something, and then the very next day, your father passed. Yeah. I want to stress, I want to um, do an issue on that um, another time about, about well, that's such a deep thing. Yeah, issue that we'll just dedicate. That, yeah. Because it's a lot of people 
that don't um it's going through it yeah so i definitely want to touch that another time right on that on that issue maybe that could be our next uh that'll definitely be our next segment yeah you know we're going to break down about depression and everything because it's real and I don't know in our community, you know what I'm saying. I don't really want to get off into it, but in our community, it's ignored, and we really going to get off um, oh, yeah. into that. But it's kind of sad, like you know, it's like our. It, it, it's like I, I can't speak for uh, whites, Mexicans, because the neighborhood we live in is predominantly, matter of fact, ninety nine point nine percent black. You know what I'm right. saying, and. I'm seeing something I never seen before. I see us unconscious. We don't believe it to the media tell us. Right. And that's when they think it's true. Or oh, right then they're like, oh, they couldn't know. They just specifying of what they think. No, this is something we know. We got receipts on it. We know. This is what I know. That's like look at this right here. Everybody now is swearing up and down. Like if you say anything bad about weed. Anything bad about weed, you could talk about a nigga mama before you talk about weed. motherfucking weed. Oh, yeah. It's so, weed, it got so out of control. Like, they just bypass the weed man now. Well, sometimes, like- sometimes the weed man is still there, but uh, they kind of bypass it. They had every type. A thing you can think of for weed in that. It's it's crazy. But this is what I know. See, we live where well, we live at uh we live between miles here in Detroit. And one mile to seven mile is all black. Oh yeah. When you go across well, in Detroit that is, you know, you got seven mile of volume. Right. And all but that. everywhere but, you go in Detroit, I'm in Petro. Okay. I know. But everywhere in Detroit is a weed responsibility. And that's what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. In between the miles of one to seven, it's weed dispensaries all over. But as soon as you cross eight mile, where the white people stay at, ain't no weed dispensaries. Now this, and this is what brothers would say, man, weed good for you. They saying, but look, but look, so it's this magical and it's good, but they only putting it in our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Name right. one thing. Now look. What do it do for you? My thing of it is, I know what it does for you, but back in our day, you used to have a little weed, get you high, your eyes get red, you hungry, and you good. This type of weed they got now, it's, it, I'm telling you, it hits you so hard that people are aging from this shit. Don't realize it. We got, we got neighbors now that look like, we know they like probably what, 19, 20? 21 because yeah, so. we we're around young people now so we we'll be like in our 20s and we might get a few senior citizens around and all they do is smoke and after and a while smoke. you can start seeing you it you can see Hit it they look older than we look yeah some look older you know what Boy, i'm saying they look older than what we but do. not just them when i came home from the penitentiary you know i did 10 years and when i came out i remember Asking one of my cousins, like, damn, man. Well, saying to one of my cousins, like, man, it looked like a lot of people, man, strung out on crack. But that was just the weed hitting them. You know what I'm saying? We, I, I mean, like I just said, matter of fact, I'll give another example, right? Nothing in the hood is good for us. 
Now look, out here in Detroit, Arabs own down there every fucking thing. Far as like um, stores, gas stations, from a slice of bread to your phone, to your car, all that is owned by the Arabs. They they gonna be the ones selling it to you. It's sad, but they yeah. is liquor stores, grocery stores, pizzas. Unless you want to go, unless you want to go to the white people. And then you can go to Kroger's and Myers and stuff like that. But in the confines of Detroit, ain't no ain't no Walmart. You know what I'm saying? It's a Meyer. It's only one Meyer that I know in Detroit, and that's off Eight Mile. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, there's no Walmart in the city of Detroit. No Walmart. You, you gotta go like Grashin and what what is that? Twelve, yeah, uh, 13, 14 miles. So yeah, you gotta go out that way. Now the Arabs own all these grocery stores. You know what I'm saying? Uh, out here in Detroit, it's a big thing. Coney Island, you know. Uh, I ain't talking about, you know, like New York, Coney Island. I'm talking about, about Detroit. Coney, Coney Island. Island's restaurants. And yeah. it's it's supposed to be known for the Coney, you know what I'm saying? The hot dogs. Or the gas station. What, that place we go to? Get yeah, you, you got uh, chicken places. Crunchy chicken. But that's what Shout I'm talking about. Them. And we got You Buy, We Fry. And uh, All in Detroit. A lot of people need to stop going to Bible Fry. For real. Part, I know I know we can use a bridge card and everything else, but we buy, we fry. But let me tell you something people don't realize that they're, and I know they're doing it because they're not even trying to cover it up for us. They're showing you what they're doing. They'll have chicken, and I've seen it. they have chicken sitting there already cooked. As soon as they customer walk in, Dropping the same chicken that had been sitting there and they refried. It's making us sick and making us fat. Stop by from We Buy, We Fry. And see, that go my point right there that I was finna get off into. Now you got between one mile to seven mile. Right. The Arabs own a lot of it. Everything is basically going on far as being a consumer. You're going to, you're going to uh, buy from them. If you're a consumer, between one and seven mile, whatever product you buy, you're buying from them. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you go over, to, now, now look, when you go over to eight mile, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying? But they, the Arabs don't own everything. But one tell you one thing that I see when you when when you in our neighborhood, the Arabs give us, you know, they they open up you buy we fry and you know Coney Islands. All this deep fried fat food, but soon as you go across eight mile, they they selling Mediterranean food. They selling what they eat in their homeland. But they not selling here, right? Because you know the Mediterranean diet is very healthy. You know what I'm saying? So why don't you offer it? Because they want to kill us. They trying to kill us slowly but surely. Especially like I said, anytime y'all, I'm telling you, us as black. People in the community, and I have done it before, and I've done it no more after I found out what they was doing. When we have parties and stuff, and we want to cut to a low budget, we'll go to places like You Buy We Fry and get about 50 wings for like, what, $30? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's, and that's going to feed the whole, what's the name? But, you, but everybody that's eating them wings is going to get either fat or sick because they ain't cleaning that grease like that. No, they're not cleaning that. And not only that, so, so that goes back to the point about the weed. Y'all don't even offer us a, 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 a healthy selection. But 
you give us all these weed spots. When you go across eight mile, I don't I can't tell you where weed spot is across eight mile, and we always go across eight mile. I haven't seen one weed dispensary across up on their side of eight mile, but you can't miss it here in Detroit. So if you can't feed me healthy, what you gonna give me some healthy weed to smoke, but you're no. not giving it to them? I'm going to give you something that's going to kill you quicker because they can't stand us. That's just it. But the thing is, how come, why why aren't we conscious enough to see this? This is what fucked me up. Yeah. Why aren't we conscious enough? We know what they're doing to our our music. Like, I remember I read um, an article probably about, uh, I was in prison when I read it, but, ah, man, it was like, they took a survey mm-hmm. and they're talking about like the black woman and all this, that and the other. And, you know, a lot of people was, was when they told their perception, that's what it was. When they told their perception of a black woman, they said, you know what I'm saying? They basically put ghetto, easy to sleep with all of, this is what they put for black women. You know what I'm saying? Why? Now, Couple years later, now all our our, our 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 music women artists have to sell sex, and these are role models for our kids. Now us as adults, yeah, we should be able to listen to it and handle it, but we're talking about young minds. Ain't nobody challenging that. Look, man, our kids don't have nobody to grow up, and 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 like 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 like, like look at this. We always get up on Mari. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mari, 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, she always trying to put on something tight. Yeah. We get up on it. She continue to do it. Why is she continuing to do it? Because she see what's on TV, listen to what's on the radio. And, they, and hey, and even go outside. We just seen a little girl that what, what no more than what, seven, eight years old? And had the booty shorts and tight. And I even had to say something like, this is this done. You got to go to take that off. Right. Because if you look, people, and you can go on your phone and, and just go where you live and then type in where are the pedophiles, where is the people that are pedophiles around you. Right. And pop right up. It's not in this, it's not in our complex, but they are outside of Mm-hmm. A lot of them are outside, and I notice every time I check it, it's about three. It's three or four more. Add. It's three right. or four more. Add. Right. So therefore, you definitely got from where we live, and you definitely have to be very conscious of what you put on your door. Make sure you know what she coming, leaving out in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's 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 crazy out here. It really is. It's crazy out here. It really no, no, is. No, 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 no. It really is. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. Cause yeah. we, I just was on um, Facebook not too long ago, and I couldn't even watch it. But he was just speaking his truth, but I still couldn't even watch it. The fact that the dude, remember we was talking about this the other day uh, about you know being honest, just speaking, you know, speaking your truth or whatever. Right. Certain things don't need to be spoken your truth. If that's how you feel. That's how you feel. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Because he spoke his truth of being a pedophile, but he never acted on it. 
He said he never acted on it. And they let him post this on Facebook. I am a pedophile, but I've never acted on it. And when you see him talk, it's creepy. I had to hurry up and just turn. I just made sure I looked at the face and just went on by my business because anybody that can open up that good to say I'm a pedophile, but I don't act on it, that means you're going to act on it eventually. You're going to act on it because even though you said, but I would never act on it. That's what he said. But I would never act on it. Yes, you would because you're out here in the public eye now telling us that you are a pedophile. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the, the honesty because you did say yesterday, you know, you should be honest about, you know, and certain things that if you're going to be honest about, be honest about that you're a pedophile. And that you will act on it. Because most pedophiles does. They just don't do it right away. Mm-hmm. So that shit scared the hell out of me to the point where, you know, I was like. Well, you know, something that's crazy. You know, something I, 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 I respect this honesty, but I believe, but I also <laughs> would think that we should be a country that, hey, if you got that, I might sound crazy to say this, but I think you should be, you know what I'm saying, annihilated. Because. Wait a minute. Before you say that, I don't think they should be the per- like like the person that he is. The one I'm speaking on, I don't think he should be annihilated. I think he should have help for the fact that no he was on it. He was he was obligated to come out to say it. That's just like a person that is uh, they own gender or whatever. They come out to tell you, and even though you would be judgmental or whatever, they came out to tell you. That's a start of help. That's the start of hell yes. right there. That yes. is. That's I done have to sit in class. You know, you got a start of offenders and, um, you know, in prison. You know what I'm saying? And if you got any kind of violent case, you know what I'm saying? You got to sit. And some of them, you know, yeah, that's a violent case. And some of them, they even harm, you know, far as beat the, 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 the child. Or the, I done listen to, I done been forced to listen to rapists. The child molesters speak. There's no, there's no help for them. They are, this is the way that they are. This is what they attracted to. I done come to learn that sexual attraction is some of the most, that's some of the most dangerous. That's what they, that's what, that's what we're being controlled by. Think about it. I can't sell a bottle of, of a pop. Now fuck that. I can't sell a bottle of water. Something that you need. To live. Without selling some form of sex with it. You know what I'm saying? Look. It's even a way that the woman. Will position her mouth. To drink the bottle of water. To insinuate in, in, in a sexy kind of way. Or. The big buff man sips the water and how it hits his chest and everything. But all this is, everything is sold through sex. Because sex is just that powerful. As they say, sex sells. That's what they, that's what sex rules. <laughs> Shit. Like we were just talking about last night, Helen and Troy. You know what I'm saying? That um, with Brad Pitt, we play Achilles. Yeah. And he was the warrior. All that started over a piece of pussy at the end of the day. Yeah, it did. Puss! <laughs> it's pop! 
Pussy's powerful. <laughs> Look, pussy's so powerful, it, it, it kill countries, my it nigga. It kill motherfucking countries. It, it kill, it kill warriors, soldiers. I'm Look, telling you, that's some shit for your ass right there. Hey, I'll say to some people, like, man, I don't know if we came from monkeys or not. And I, I'm talking about false humanity. Everybody. I'll say it, but I'll say I don't know because if you take a woman away, you would still, we would carry, us men would carry ourselves like monkeys again. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't care about the way we look. You know what I'm saying? That thing, give it, I'll give it a week and we'll be swinging from trees. I'll be fucking the tree. No, I'll be fucking the tree. <laughs> <laughs> no but we would be lost. Yeah, you'd be lost. We would be lost. We would be zombies thinking of a woman fucking the tree. Right. For real. Hey, look, I'll tell you something. And I'm going to, you know, so we're going to do a, a, a segment up on this too, because I see everybody is kind of fascinated about what happens in prison. You know what I'm saying? And you I believe. Get fucked in prison. That's not. That's not. Okay, true. that's another. That's another. That's issue. not. Let's disagree to disagree. It's by choice. No, not what, even by choice. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you. You either hold your nuts or somebody going to hold them for you. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> How much time is it, Keisha? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, when the orange is new black star? <laughs> <laughs> From that time on, I did it. I wore that orange proudly. And I'm trying to tell you, this is how it works. You did the prison time, right? Uh -huh. But this is how it works. Hold your nuts or somebody going to hold the <laughs> fight. I'm telling you, drop that soap. You going to wish you had. You know, you know something. It, it, hey, hey, you know something. <laughs> It was a time when prison was like that, but one day was stop. One day, the only reason thing to stop it lawsuits. I think if you come up in prison week, you get ran over. That's just oh, it. you definitely get ran That's over. That's it. So, but it's not so always it, it, in a sexual manner. Not necessarily in a sexual matter either. But you fall in the lanes of the cracks of one of the two. Either you gonna be in there with the softies where they banging the fuck out you, <laughs> or you or you in there with the with the hard niggas. They, they don't take no shit, you know what I'm saying? They metal, they laid back, but you better not fuck with them. You feel what I'm or saying? You over there with or the, you over there with the Muslims, make them align, you know what I'm saying? Salaikum <laughs> Salam, you out there with them. Or if you a white guy, you um with the... Uh, Aryan Nation. The Aryan Nation or uh the Mexicans with the Mexicans or however they roll. But at the end of the day, out of all colors, if you let your nuts go, somebody will hold. Listen, let me tell you what I learned about. That I do know. Let me tell you what I learned about. My brother about. went. Let me tell you what. Now he didn't go to prison. He, he went, went to, to jail. jail. So I was, okay. But let me tell you what I learned about prison. What? It comes a time for everybody like peace. Because I would see like, like, like when you coming through, when you coming through, um, let's say you're an employee of prison, right? After you get out of their little academy school, you come in and you got a red tag. A red tag means that you fresh and you new. And then you go to a green tag, which means that you almost finna be a black tag. You finna, once you're a black tag, you're accepted by the union. Now you're in. You're a union member. Now, now you're official. But when you see a red tag come in, uh -huh. they so scared. It's ridiculous because they thinking they finna come and we finna be swinging off lights and everything else. But so that's for the, like, so for that's the like, most part. So, not, so what you're saying is 
It's a red tag when you first come in prison. Yeah, you're a red tag. Right. And so the person with the red tag is scared shitless because they don't right. know. Right, and they really got to be around. And, I, and and that must be in what's name because they got to be around. But uh, see, that's they got to be around. Nature, they got to be around a black tag. But that's what I'm saying. But you just have after, to find yourself. No, but after they come there and say, well, damn, at the end of the day, yeah, it, it's drama. It's more drama, to be honest, when you go to like the younger joints. You know what I'm saying? Where they hold, like back in, my, back in the time when I was going, like you had MTU that was like 25 and under. You had Baldwin, which was one of the first prisons I went to, and it was 18 and under. That motherfucker was just totally buck wild. But as you go and you start seeing the brothers that got life, and you go to the old, it's peaceful. Now, you will get fucked up. But it's peaceful. Everybody, it's human nature to like peace. Nobody can live in chaos. Just like the Arabs to come over here. When you get an Arab or the Chinese people, they scary as hell when they first get over here. Give them a week and they say, well, damn, these, not everybody around here just shooting and all this, that, and other. Nothing, you know, they talking shit. They cocky as a mother. Get the fuck out of my store. You know what I'm saying? But when they first come over here, they be scared. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the same perception as in, in, um, in prison. I disagree a little bit. Um, I never did a day in prison right. besides Orange and New Black. But, oh, and um, Oz. If you ever seen Oz, is it similar to Oz? No. Nah. I mean, I only watched a couple episodes that I watched. I watched the whole seasons well, all the way till they cut it off. And I'm trying to tell you, it's like prison. It is. It's, it is. it's dramatized. It is. I'm sure y'all get a little drama up in there. I'm sure. No, Everybody you, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's isolated. It's isolated drama, which I mean, like, okay, well, this dude, he owe a tag. And he or he been he been gambling on ass. That means that you don't sat at this gambling table and you don't got nothing to pay with. So now they about to fuck you up. You know what I'm saying? You or give up that ass, or you gonna give up the tag? I mean, if you playing with a predator, but not out of ten, you playing with one of you. Got look. Ah, uh, it, 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 it's a deep story that 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 I'm gonna share, probably, share think, one day. I think probably men I, had a worse prison than the women. No, nah, I heard the women's is worse. You think so? I don't know because they get together. I mean, I can't see a woman. I can't see a woman raping another woman. I just can't but see that. I mean, from what I heard, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. Could but be. I heard but that. But I'll fight for mine. But I heard that from. Life. I heard that from an actual guard mouth that. Right. That was a guard in female prison then came over to the male prison and he said it was like, Yeah, they're wilder at the, the women. Yeah. You look at all that estrogen that's going on up in there and everything else. You know what I'm saying? But at a point in time, even though he said it like that, I bet you it's more moments of peace than it is just total chaos. You know what I'm saying? Man, no man can just live on total. That's like when they be like, oh, man, you know, the soldiers been over there fighting the war for seven to eight years. If you sit back and you think that they shoot bang, bang every day. No, man cannot survive under chaos like that. It's probably they probably get to fighting 
or get a bomb attempt where they got to defend something like one or two times a month, which is enough. I never lived, I never went to war. So far as in that kind of conditions where you could shoot for free and you ain't worried about the police. So I know in those moments where it happened, it seemed like a lifetime and you thankful to get out that motherfucking shit. But it's not just every day. And that's the way I think a lot of people think about prison. Like every day you just right there. As soon as you come out your cell, ah, like, nah, it's not like that. You put yourself, if you don't know how to do something called jail or if you fake, like, like, like this is what I get a kick out of. And I tell you this all the time. I know somebody is fake. When you look at them and you say what's up and they still try to out here and they still try to play Hard. That's an act. Because nobody do that in prison. You'll get your head bust over that shit. For real. Let a motherfucker talk to you and you're just mugging them. There's a problem right there that's going to be solved one way or another. It's going to be solved in blood. It's respect. You give your brothers respect. What's up, brother? What up, man? Even if you don't like the dude, you live on respect in there. Everything is about respect in that mug. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I don't believe that this, the, 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 I believe, and, and, and be honest, I believe that, that the story that they tell about prison is, is, is more damaging. And they know this. Want to tell you why? Why? Because. People see niggas coming home from prison after doing a long bid. And motherfuckers have automatic response. Oh, man, you survived that. Like with the youngsters. You know what I'm saying? And and then you have a kid that's looking at this dude get this respect that's in the back of their mind saying, shit, I, I got to go to the joint. I got to go to the joint. In a way, they kind of want to go there to get that respect that they seen that this guy have. You know what I'm saying? Because they tell such a wild version of prison. If they told the truth about prison, dudes wouldn't be getting the respect like that because them officers talk to you like you a bitch. And I see at the end of the day, I done saw some of the roughest, toughest niggas. And at the end of the day, they have, if they got out that, 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 that prison system, they learned to bow down to the power to be. Yes, sir. No, sir. Like I said, we're going to do a, a what's name of Paul World where I could really take people inside of prison. But I believe if they told the actual truth about prison, you know what I'm saying? People wouldn't want to go there because you're being degraded every day. You get these fat, greasy motherfucking, um, look like Colonel Sanders. You know what I'm saying? White guy talking shit to you. The females, your sisters, when you see them, I look, I feel sorry for anybody who has a woman that's a CEO because nine times out of 10, she's been fucked by the whole staff. I just want to put that out there. Maybe I'm wrong for saying that, but the shit is true. I've seen it. I lived it. It's like a fraternity. If she want her back watched, she's going to give up that pussy for real. Or you're not going to make it past a red tag. I done had officers tell me. Anybody that been there know that. You'll see the fat dude. You'll see this young, pretty girl come up in there. And best believe she done had a train ran on her. Not a train. She had fucked one like a sergeant 
or something like that. Yeah, it's very sexist in there. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen, like I said, there's only one lady, and I don't know. I caught her in her later years. Maybe that's why she was so much into the Bible. You know what I'm saying? But remember I told you about the officer that, um, that, um, that she was so, she was nice to every inmate. And an inmate, one inmate thought because she was nice to him. Oh, he jerked off in front of Because he thought that she wanted him. And we were telling him, man, she liked that to every, oh, nigga, she want me. And she's like 48 or early 50s. Not, she was a shapely woman, but some of the women come up in there and they show off their, you know what I'm saying? They show off their shape. Her, she had a smock where you couldn't see, but you could see, you could see her hips poking out, all this, that, and other. You could tell that she had a nice shape upon her, but she ain't want to be gawked at. Like some of the women do. They go, they switched, all this, that, and other. Because you got to look. A woman be attracted to men in there because at that time you look in your so best. So you know the security guards, they're not officers. No, they're correctional officers. You got to be a correctional officer to work there. Oh, you can't be a security guard. Hell, they ain't no security. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's you. I thought they were security guards. No, you're a correctional Some of officer. Them outside of like no, the guards. No, ain't no such thing as no. That's a, that's a correctional officer. And then when you're an officer of any kind, you're allowed to carry a weapon. You can't carry a weapon in prison, but like you say, they might tell you. Uh, you can't carry Keisha, a weapon in prison? Not no pistol or nothing. Because it's a chance that. So what the fuck do you do if it's a riot? Them niggas come after you with what? What you gonna do? I mean, they got like some shields that, like, you touch that motherfucker, it'll knock you the fuck out. Like, for real, like some superhero shit. And now they got them um, tasers and shit, which they say the people that I didn't talk to that came home from prison say the prisoner got back kind of wild again because now people more likely to stab you than fight because niggas want to get it out the way quick. So in a fight, they know you're going to get tased. Don't know nigga want to get tased. So now it's more stabbing than it is fighting. Damn. You know what I'm saying? But no, I mean... I, we had to address that, yeah. Yeah, because I was trying... Because I, what I was trying to say is... When I was like, we were t- that man would turn back into apes. I done seen niggas. I mean, I done seen when I first went to prison. That was what I was wanting to get into. Niggas would get... I was like, damn, why this nigga get uh, dressed? And you know what I'm saying? The, the, the perfect nigga, we up around here. All men. You know what I'm saying? But then I see they do this for one female. She might be ugly. The ugliest thing you done seen. But niggas' hormones, going, they won't. Man, look at that ass. No, it's flat as a board. Man, what I do to that. Hey, she say hi to him or she brush by the motherfucker. Man, she smell good. Hey, Bunky. Hey, man, go down to the car room for a minute, man. I'm about to throw my tile up. And they just <laughs> off this. For real, I'm talking about to. And there's some old, wrinkly women. Oh, Lord. That's a desperate time. It's desperate, but it showed me the the the, the strength. You, you miss a woman. And it comes a point, like when a man, I'll tell you the, the perfect age that I believe that a man should start a family. 26, I mean, 27 to 28. Want to tell you why? Because yeah. that's when a man is really yearning for family I to be married. Disagree? I think 30. I think a good 30, because your okay, prime time, your prime time, you got to look at it. You got to look at it. That's 
that's that's for a man. Woman, on the other hand, if you're saying a family, we always ready around that time. About 20, 20, I'm not 20, but you know, like I say 27, 28 right there. That's a woman This probably could be ready for family time. Not a man. A man is not ready until 30. Straight up 30. Because the reason why I say that is because the fact of it is, is y'all have uh, I want to say, um, soya oaks or how y'all want to call it. it y'all got a long stretch. Right. And, and, and if you don't give them, if you don't give them that long stretch, that boy becomes a hoe. And he's not going to ever be faithful to you because he figured, okay, you're going to forgive, 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 forgive. You got to wait till you become a man. Don't get him while he's a kid or a teen or 20, 20. 20 and 23, 24, 25, all up in that age for a young a young man that's still a to me is still a kid. He's still soaring until yeah, he right. get in his 30s. 30s, you grown man status. You by that time you're supposed to know a lot of stuff at 30. At 30. I agree with you, but you know something, we go uh man, uh, I don't know about children. I mean, you know, I can go longer, but it's saying I'm that our time you. is is coming up. Hey, look. Hey. Check back with us tomorrow. It's hey. gonna be some good views going on. All right, we always go. Hey, 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 we always go and bring either the latest issue up, or it's so much stuff that 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 we could talk about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For so real. drop a comment or uh, let us know what you think. Yeah, and, go to Twitter, uh, Kim yeah. Keisha. Tell us what you want us to talk so, about, or tell us what you think about the segment. You know what I'm saying? One of your experience, or what, or what you think we can bring more to. So tune in with us. All right, we Kim, Keisha, and we the What, what Up, up the Podcast. Y'all take care.